welcome to episode 11 of Talking Green and Gold, Morgan. It is good to be back in the studio once again. Once again. Great to be back, Stu. Let's uh, rip into a good episode, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. So in this episode, um, the number one thing we're going to be talking about is what we would both do if we were AFL CEO. Obviously, Mm. as we know, Gillan McLaughlin has decided to hang up the the boots or the uh, tie, I guess you could say. (laughs) At the end of the season. At the end of the season. And look, he's, he's done a good job, but um, I think we can uh, think of some things that the next AFL CEO could uh, could introduce. Um, 100%. I've had a bit of a think about it, Morgan. Um, I'm sure as you have. Um, do you want to go first on this one, Morgan? What would you do as AFL CEO in uh, 2023? Well, Stu, there's many things you'd do. Um, I guess the biggest thing that I would do is I would tear up the contract to hold the grand final of the MCG every year. Right. I think it's just so... For a competition that's supposedly Australian Football League and supposedly a national competition, why every single year is the grand final in a set place, in a set city, which each advantages all the Victorian teams but disadvantages all the non-Victorian teams. So if any other teams are in the grand final, we have to pay to park flights over there and hotels and, you know, that discourages people from going and then we don't have as many supporters at the game. Um, and, you know, no other no other sporting code in the world does this, Stu. NBA, you know, EPL, yeah. no one, no, not, nothing that I'm aware of yeah. has NFL, has their set grand final, like, or final series mm. at the same location, the same city every year. It goes around between, you know, t- as you said, teams that deserve the right or alternates each year. So if these multi-billion dollar leagues, yeah. more money than the AFL, mm. if they can do it, why can't the AFL do it? And I think it comes down to the fact that the AFL, yeah, it's just there's still at the root, it's Victorian bias. And secondly, I think they're just so concerned about always money, money, money that, you know, that they're just sacrificing this for the game. But I think it's so detrimental. And I think if I was AFL CEO, I would look at a way to get rid of the contract and just go... That just the, in the grand final, the two teams, the team that ended up higher on the ladder gets to play at the grand final. Because in w, in the Australia, we've got enough stadiums. Optus Stadium, fantastic stadium here in Perth, 60,000 people. Adelaide Oval, also 55,000, 60,000 people. Great stadium. The In Sydney, the Olympic Park, that can hold 100,000. The Gabba, that can hold about 55. Um, and obviously the MCG in Melbourne. So I think you say in those five cities, which is where all the teams would be yeah. in, in the in the States... Mm. I think if you say they're the five teams, you know, obviously they're not going to have a grand final at Utah's stadium. No, let's hope not. <laughs> but um, I think if you say those five teams and then, you know, mm. each that city and that team gets to host, I think it would be give the players, you know, and team something more to work towards and it would be, mm-hmm. bit, you know, each year it goes from city to city and everyone gets to experience in the grand final Eve festivities. Um, yeah, look, yeah. I um, entirely agree with you, Morgan. Um Basically because of the fact that most teams already are Victorian mm. and just by the nature of having 10 Victorian teams, you're going to end up with a grand final at the MCG more often than not. And so I don't think we're actually sacrificing that much by ha- implementing this. Um, however, football is a bit different to your big sports like the NBA and the NFL and How the NHL. It's a sport rooted in tradition unlike the other sports right 
Um, so we we still have the goal umpires do this after a goal. We still don't have players' numbers, uh, nice. players players' names on their back, which we'll get to later. Um, but we still don't have a lot of these like more common things because of our tradition, and I think this would be one of them. So from a f- uh, footballing like purist like traditionalist sense, I think this sort of have you been to a grand final in Melbourne? Melbourne? Have you? No, I've been to one grand final, and that was in yeah. Perth last year, yes. op- which is one of the best experiences of my life, Melbourne versus mm. Western Bulldogs, um, which is obviously historic, but no, that's I've been to one well, grand final, and that was... I can yeah. tell you, as someone who's Have been, you been to, to a grand final two, in Melbourne? two of them. Did you go to Perth last year? Yes. And then you went one in... What, did you go to so I, I went to 14 and 15, Hawks v Swans, Hawks v Eagles. You've been to two yes. grand finals? Yeah. But you, did you go last year in Perth? I did, yeah. So you've been to three or last? Yeah, correct. Um, Impressive. But what I can tell you is Perth can put on a show and I know but, that sorry, other places put can't a, I do that. I don't sorry to interrupt you, but I know last year was an accurate representation because no WA team was in it. So if yeah. Eagles or Dockers were in it, especially Eagles, I think, because there's obviously more members, I think they put on more of a show, obviously, because yeah. last year there was two Melbourne teams in it. So if Eagles or Dockers were in it, mm. it would be more of a spec. You know what mm. I mean? Like, And the community would get around it. I, I think you need to go to a grand final parade in Melbourne to really understand what the atmosphere is like. It is I've, um, absolutely sublime. I, I said, I, I know, I've, that's what I've heard. And I've, yeah. I've heard people say, oh, you know, I think, you know, even people from outside Victoria say, you know, it's such so great going to Melbourne and experiencing all the atmosphere and it's all the same. But that can be replicated in other cities. And I think... Yeah, but it's different. But uh, this tradition is true. Melbourne is the heart and soul of football. I know, um, I know it's the heart and soul of football, but yeah. it's a national competition. It's not yeah, a, yeah. it's not a, it's not the VFL. It's not the VFL. Yeah. So I think, I, I know, I understand what you mean, but as you said, I think the grand final still will be at the MCG more times than not because yeah. there are, but I think on the off, off occasion that another team, non-Victorian teams, earns the right to have the grand final in their home city. I think why not let them because it's you know mm. it's better for them, and I think that's you know it's hard for other teams to you know. They say that the reason, one of the reasons why he was won the premiership in 2018, well, not one of the reasons, but something that helped them in the fact was that Optus Stadium is built like the yes. MCG, yep. the shape is. Um, so, the, but that's that again. It comes to the root of the problem. Why does every year it has to be at the MCG? They have to replicate it playing at MCG, mm. and Melbourne and other teams that have their home game MCG get. They play on the MCG. They get practice on the MCG and the oval dimensions, the stadium, yeah. every single, every second week or every third week. Mm. Whereas the Eagles play there, Dockers, other, you know, South Australian, Adelaide, Port Adelaide, Brisbane, Sydney, whatever, play there, you know, twice a year. Yeah. Um, I'd, it's just, that's what I mean. So again, it's a disadvantage to those teams. It is. You now, we lost a grand final in 2015. The Dockers lost in 2013. We should have won it too. We really yeah, but you could have won it. That's what I'm saying, Stu. If, imagine if that had been in Perth or imagine if. You you know you didn't oh we we would have just taken them to town at at Patterson Stadium as it was called the, at the grand time. final never would have been a, a domain stadium but um oh in twenty thirteen it was Patterson's so. oh really there you yeah. go uh, obviously the grand final but that's what I'm saying now that we've got new stadiums around Australia I think it's time to move I'm very strongly on this and I think this is one thing that really annoys me yeah obviously I love the AFL but I think you know and they do a good job you know they've they do a good job for the most part, but I think, yeah, it's just, it really infuriates me, the fact that the mm. MC, the grand final is the MCG every single year. Like, I, yeah, no, I just think... Well, if you look at some of the grounds around the competition, right, I think there's probably three grounds that 
four grounds that could host a grand final. Tell me. I think the MCG is capable yep. of hosting a grand final. We've seen that for hundreds of years. Optus Stadium clearly which can host a grand yep. final, which has newest stadium in Australia. Newest and best, like it's got Techno- the best technological. Yeah, yeah. Bigger, bigger screens. Did you know? Yeah, yeah, bigger screens. We can we can really light it up mm. at Optus. Adelaide Oval definitely has the yeah, capacity to do. hold a game yeah. like that. Adelaide Oval is stunning. And the last one is the SCG. I think they have the capacity. I haven't been there. I've been to a lot of stadiums. Um, the SCG is not one. But would you play at Sydney Olympic Park where they can hold 100,000 people? <sighs> it's not really being used as an AFL ground, so I don't really... A core stadium. No. Um, but anyway, the but Ga- the Gabba, the Gabba was a fail back in <laughs> that 2020. Was sh- that, that was, was a shocking. Show. Well, it's it's a few things. Obviously, Queensland's a rugby state, so yeah, they and it was yeah, that that time it was capped at half. But yeah, I listened to um another podcast, Back Chat. We have you yes, with yes, Will Will He was saying the Gabba's just the sh- like the worst yeah. stadium, like it's old and yeah, um, which I think you know, but yeah, and obviously the Gabba. But that's what I'm saying. Well, then Brisbane well, actually. Because Brisbane's hosting the 2032 Olympics, mm. they're actually doing up Gabba. They're like redeveloping well, it. They could. So yeah. if they do mm-hmm. that, then I think every state has a has a yeah. has a stadium capable of hosting. But if you're Gold Coast, like hypothetically, well, not they're, g- they're not going to make the grand final anytime soon. But hypothetically, if Gold Coast make the grand final and they they won the minor premiership as well, so they get the rights to host it. Are you really going to Metricon Stadium? No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we have a we have a list of the five stadiums in Australia yeah. that you can play the grand final at, and the team can pick. Obviously, every team would pick their home one, but unfortunately for Gold Coast, they'll they'll have to go to the well, Gab- imagine to to Gabba. Imagine Geelong hosts a grand final. Are they picking GMHBA Stadium? Well, the they, the, the, the the AFL doesn't even let Geelong play normal finals at GMHBA. They play the MCG. So. But Ge- Geelong is an hour and a half, hour, hour and a half away from Melbourne. So mm. it's, I don't think it's an unreasonable expectation to say. Yeah. What's, what's, G- what's GMHBA's stadium's capacity? It's a it's about the same as what Subi was. No, it's surely less. No. 34,000. I thought it was in the 40s, actually. Subi was like 40, 45. Yeah, so, I, th- I so thought it was the same as that. No, I'd, it's pretty small, Stu. So 30 I know they're doing construction on it, actually. So, so I don't. So I don't think obviously that's too small to host a grand final. Yeah, um, and same goes for Metricon. Yeah, well, Metricon's whatever GWS are doing down in Canberra, which well they wouldn't play a grand final in Canberra. Well, I mean hypothetically, if you get to choose, it's more advantageous but why for them. Why are they them. playing Canberra? Well, no, if you want to win a game of footy, right, and you're GWS, you're picking Canberra over the SCG. You have more of an advantage there. No, th- their home ground is a core stadium, the not the SCG. Yeah, but that has to be like done up for a grand final. You need notice to do that. You can't just do yeah, that, so that on a whim. No, you could do that in a week. But that'll have a whole No, you need like months. No. You realize how long it takes to set up like the Olympic Games? It's not months. Olymp- oh, Metricons and they got 25,000 yeah, capacity. That's shocking. And then you go down to UTAS. If we hypothetically create a Tasmanian team, oh my, they're yeah. not playing at UTAS or Launceston yeah, or that's Hobart. Yeah, that's the rumors that a Tassie team's coming. They're, they can't. I mean, they have to develop that stadium at some point. Well, apparently they are. There was a $750 million development in the oh, works. Better but be. Put a roof on it, Morgan. Th- they had to. Yeah. They, did you see that? The images? I'll show yeah. you the picture. You have to put... Eddie Maguire is 100% right. You need a roof on that stadium. Why the weather is roof? so no. shocking down what there. What do you mean, shocking? Yeah, this is it, Stu. Have you been to Tasmania? That's it. I have Tasmania. Oh, that would be wonderful. So that's what they'd... But I think even that, that can only hold... I think it's 50000 That's oh. still solid. But it's going to be a lot of money for a... 
the um for Tasmanian. Obviously, because there's a very low population in Tasmania. Oh, but they love their footy. Yeah, do they? Love their footy. Yep. Do enough people love the? What's the capacity it's going to hold? Oh, the stadium would have a retractable roof and seat twenty-seven thousand people or thirty thousand people for major events or concerts. Does that look like it could hold thirty thousand to you? Looks like it can host like fifty odd. Yeah, I reckon that's forty fifty. So, but even then, at least they've got a good thirty. Oh, yeah, look, there's just too many, like, moving parts and, like, this club can host one and this one can't. And All right, well, <sighs> uh, 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 but these problems can be worked out. This is, yeah, they the can. The AFL has yeah. millions of dollars. They've got teams of people, clubs. Are, like, it's not something that – it's obviously not something that's going to be done overnight, but it can take weeks and months to develop a plan. They go, look, you know, Geelong, we refurbish GMHBO at Geelong. You know, if you make a grand final, you can pick where you want to play it. So they could play it at – they they could play it at Marvel if they wanted. I don't oh know. God! No, Marvel has to be on the on the blacklist for. Uh, What's their capacity? <laughs> Marvel's so bad. I've I've been to a footy game at Marvel. I've been to fifty three, three or four at Marvel. Oh, Stadium Australia. That's one in Sydney. I think that's a core stadium. Yeah, there you go. Eighty three thousand. So. Oh, there you go. Um. Um. GWS would be lucky to fill up ten thousand. So. Yeah. Well, they would be, but. Yeah, I don't know why. To be honest, I. The question, even why GWS and the question, even the fact that should GWS and Gold Coast have even come into the competition? Well, should they have come into the competition in the areas that they are at? Why didn't they just pick Tasmania instead of Gold Coast? They or need, they need another team because there's been even number, so they'd pick Tasmania. Then where? Then where would they? Yeah. Pick? Because Stu, then just pick Canberra, I reckon. Oh, mate, there's not nearly enough people in Canberra. Five more hundred. More you, you than could, Tasmania. You could do Tasmania, but you'd give a you'd give a third team to WA probably. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Because do you know the Brassy line? The, have you heard of the Brassy? No. Oh. So it's pretty much separating the states that are footy and like rugby. So obviously, right. Okay. WA, South Australia, Victoria. Yeah. They're th- footy states, and yeah. then New South Wales and Queensland are rugby. Yeah. I'm sure you knew that. Mm. Um, but essentially, that's why in before. Queensland and New South Wales, which they've got the in Australia, the states with the highest population. It goes New South Wales, mm. Victoria, Queensland, WA, South Australia. They've got two of the top three in terms of population, yeah, and that's and a rugby and, and, states. And until five, five, six, or seven, eight years ago, they only had one AFL team each. Yeah, so that's why the AFL with the growing population said, "Let's join another team." But look, how's that worked out? Yeah, Both teams shocking. have shocking amount of members, yeah. and have had Gold Coast haven't made finals yet. No, and GWS almost made a grand, made a grand final, so they've been mm. doing all right. But again, they've had shocking amounts of numbers and just, mm. you know, I'm, you say Frio got stitched up. Well, these guys... I, I never said we got stitched up. These got, these teams probably got stitched up because they get the dregs of everything. Yeah. You know, who the they shitty, get the scraps. stadiums. No one wants to... Who wants to go support them in rugby states? Mm. Worst, like, worst teams, like... You'd already support, like, Sydney if, if you're you, in Sydney. Exactly, like... I guess there is a this, time. This is what I was trying to get at last week when Fremantle came into the competition. People were already going to support West Coast, but but um, it's different though because they Fremantle came earlier in the like uh, look. But that's not to say you start a new team; it's obviously going to be slow. Then you're going to build up with members. Yeah. But Stu, that Fremantle started in a football state of WA. Yeah. These, so it's much easier. These are stitch ups. So th- that's what I'm saying. They're actually not. These like, are pet projects by the AFL. To attract more fans of the game through states but it's dumb, where it's they not, they should have just put more money prevalent. into grassroots footy then, or they should have made a Tassie team, or made a Northern Territory mm. team, or made a Northern oh. Territory. Yeah, well, you you want a Canberra team? Why don't you give Northern Territory a team? Because they have, 
Darwin's got like 100,000 people. Canberra's got less. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it does not. You know, you know everyone that lived. You know, that, like you know, a lot of people that work in Canberra mm. work there like seasonally when when yeah. like, when the yep. parliament resides. Mm-hmm. Like all the federal politicians don't actually live there. They just yeah, but gone. that's a very small amount of people. What I'm gonna. What do you reckon Canberra population is? <sighs> Three hundred fifty. No, nah, it's like I think it's like sixty. No. Nah. And Darwin is a hundred. I think Darwin would probably. No, nah, Darwin's probably about three hundred. Oh, Darwin! Oh, sorry, Canberra's. Yeah, I was wrong. Canberra's four hundred thousand. There you go. But Darwin, but that seems very small to me. Yeah, but the thing is, Darwin's well, like Darwin's one hundred and fifty. Yeah. But how is I didn't realize? But I, that's what I think. I think Canberra. Surely they. If can't. you think coming to Perth is a hard road trip and footy, you're not gonna like Darwin. Like, well, there's not imagine the there. imagine the trip between I Darwin. Know, I don't know and what stadium Darwin have. TIO or is that oh, TIO, yeah, it is, is that in the middle of the country? Oh, I remember they played a game at Alice Springs. Marana. Anyway, because um, Canberra have Manuka. I've been to Manuka. Oh really? It's good. Okay, um, but moving on from this comment about um, moving a stadium around, what else would you do as AFL CEO, or is that your number one priority? Yeah, no one probably rip, rip up, rip it up, rip up the NCG yep. contract. You know, I understand it's going to be hard, but work through something that gives the states. I don't know whether it be states if they elect to play in at the MCG or if, if non-Melbourne teams, they get some sort of incentive or something. Yeah. Or they get something that helps them out. Maybe like an extra, like maybe they get guaranteed a final that's like they get an extra day of rest or something or they yeah. get money. Yep. Do something that at least makes it a bit more fairer. But ideally, I'd like to see it switched around or at least go, look, we're going to have it in Melbourne, but you know, every five years we're going to switch it and go. Yeah. Or something like mix, just do something that it's just not this... For fifty years, the MCG. Yeah, that would be the fir- that would be the first thing. I look. The only other thing I would do, which is a pretty small thing, mm. is I think holding the ball is the rule that I think there needs to be more yeah. consistency about that rule. Which is I, this is a lot harder, I think. But mm. and maybe even pay umpires more to get oh, better yeah. educated. Mm. I think umpires should get paid more. They work two jobs. Umpiring I, is I, not a full time no, job. No, but apparently. I'm not too sure. Is it though? No, I, I've seen a video of an umpire like going through his weekly routine, and he has uh, two jobs. So what's the other job? Uh, he was like an accountant or something. But is this like like top tier AFL umpire? Like yeah, this is this AFL umpire field from umpire? like yeah field umpire from like six seven oh, years really? ago. Because I thought when they oh actually yeah you're right because I at old, my old school mm. at um Christchurch there was. Luke Farmer, yeah, he was a PE teacher there. Yeah, yeah, actually, remember he did umpire on the weekends. Mm. But I think you could, like Dean Margetts, I think he did it full time. Now he goes into coaching. I, th- I think you can do it full time. I think you, you earn like, enough to do it full time. Yeah, because it's like a hundred and it's it's, it's a big figure. Someone said hundred and eighty you can get if you if you do every game. But it's not in the finals. It's not really. You don't actually do a lot. You go but, to training twice well, they a week. Do a lot. No, no, no. It's more than twice a week. Really? Like extensive. Especially now, they're like video sessions, uh, running sessions. I thought that was only skills. twice a week. No, oh, mate. What do you mean? I thought it was like three, four hours twice a week. No, 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 no. Way more. Like it's, I don't know, it's that's changed over time, mm. I think. Okay. But there's way more scrutiny now about yeah. their meeting, they're like planning, they're yeah. reviewing decisions, like talking through like video sessions. They're like, mm. you know, it's obviously not as much as AFL training, but it is, yeah. it would be at least... 10 hours a week I'd right. say like probably three you're thinking th- like three three four hour sessions yeah. I think um, yeah. it's a fair bit plus games I think they're all they're all based in Melbourne now they all like have a hub yeah probably um, but yeah I'd, I'd, look I'm not too sure I think some are some aren't but yeah pay, pay AFL umpires mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. but they can comfortably do that full time 
Um, but I think the other thing is a lot of people have a second job because, or maybe even part time, because mm. obviously when you stop umpiring, yeah, like, you know, you're well, I don't think umpiring fills like your entire week. Like obviously it's like full on, but I don't think, like if you said it's ten hours a week, you'd get pretty bored doing like ten hours a week at work, right? So I I think it's also like a choice thing where you can go oh, like I kind of want another job just to fill the time, you know. Um, but I I, th- I think you're spot on. I think we are gonna see this with um, what came out recently uh in the news about umpires specifically female umpires um at grassroots yeah, footy. That? Um, I saw Georgie Parker commenting on that, but I didn't actually yeah. see the, the so, proper story. Did you read the proper story? I didn't read the full story, but I kind of understand the gist of what happens. What happened? Um, so I think it was 26 or 27 female umpires and one non-binary umpire. Um, they have like come out um, as saying they got sexually harassed as being an umpire. Ah, oh, I see. Um, because they were female. Yeah, I can. Um, so we definitely need to put more money into umpiring to incentivize it because we we have way less umpires than we should. Yeah, there's six thousand community shortage, but yeah. I think it's obviously females. That's very bad, and there needs yeah. to be more ways to get female umpires in. But I think let's draw the line at getting more umpires in. And there's I've obviously done some umpiring. Like I got a I got a text last yeah. weekend mm. from a director of sport at one of the PSA schools yeah. saying to me, "Can you um, can you?" Can you, like I just said, you know, I'm not doing umpiring. I've got other things on this mm. for, the, for this season. I said, mm. I can't do it at the start of the season. He said, look, we're really short. Can you mm. come down and umpire at nine o'clock for seconds? And I said, like, yeah. I, and not, and I actually referred to my umpiring mates. But that's what I mean. There's this constant yeah. demand. And, and there needs to be, just to get umpires in full stop, mm. there needs to be better... Look, and I, look, money in the junior umpires is pretty good. Like, you know, when, yeah. I, when I first got into it. But, like, it could be more, but it could be more regular and there needs to be better av- like they, they need to go out to schools yeah. and really uh, educate it because a lot of people don't actually know about it like I've talked well, like don't know how to get mm, into it how, like mm. how, how do you get into it like well, I yeah. think this should be um, part of I, I want to say like an AFL funded scheme well as you know the government fund the AFL right because it's a national sport so the government could fund an umpiring like class basically or like sort of a you know how sometimes you go to school and you meet like professionals in their field like you might meet uh, someone who does marketing in the real world or someone that's a firefighter i think it would be absolutely advantageous to do like a few day like boot camp umpiring session everyone that wants to go go um funded by the afl or the government um fill this void that we have get kids interested in umpiring both uh, men and women because we need both we just need numbers basically yeah. um, and we we also need to sort of fix the fans um, because umpire abuse has been part of the game for ages that's why we have this dissent rule yeah um, and I think the dissent well what are your because you, you weren't here that week what are your thoughts on the dissent rule I, I think I think the last few weeks have been really good um, players are sort of being allowed to show a little bit of emotion without being pinged I think it's yeah, but I, as as I read the article in the paper, it's about it's the, what acceptable the players. Then it's what the public does, and if you mm. go, the umpire decision is the final decision. And I think yeah, it's really it's a it's a hard sport to umpire. But yeah, but yeah. in in the cases where the twenty seven or eight young um, ladies and non binary people got um, sexually harassed. Basically, in the workplace, right? By um, they were, they were, yeah, uh, they weren't full time umpires. They were just no, 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 no they weren't, but they're getting paid. Yeah, so yeah, yeah well, every, you get paid when you umpire. Um, 
but the thing that's really disappointing from a fan's perspective, right? We need to fix this sort of um, this sort of view that we can just yell at umpires. Obviously, when you go to a game, you can abuse the umpire however you like. They're not going to hear you, right? But how is that acceptable then? That's the same thing. No, but but it's different on a grassroots level. Yeah, but I think on a grassroots level, it has gotten better. And I think yeah, abusing anyone, you know, normal umpires and especially female umpires, is bad, and it needs to be. Um, Grand analysis, Morgan, is bad. It needs to be. But I think, look, at a, at a grassroots level, I think it has, and from my experience, personally, I'm I think yeah. it has been better. But, yeah, it's it's a... Um, but, it, again, it lacks from the lack of umpires. Yeah. And umpires are doing more games. They're tired. They're yeah. missing things. And it's just... So it's all of... It's a vicious cycle that needs to be... Mm. You get more umpires in the game. Yeah. Better educated umpires. Umpires are doing less. There's more demand for it. Mm. It creates better umpires. It creates... There's better umpiring, it creates better fans, mm. and then there's more umpire. It's just a whole, it yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. But as you said, well, I think something like the school systems is good. But anyway. yeah, we're just touching on this. Um, Twenty-seven um, young females and non-binary people um, that were sexually assaulted. Before we move on, I think it's um, entirely terrible parenting because if these are the people that have spoken parenting. up, yeah, because by the parents themselves. Right. Oh, uh, um, so wait, wait, no, because they're yelling at these young lady umpires. But wait, you're saying wait, and you're, you're saying they get they, they they got sexually assaulted, or they sexually just, like physically harassed. Assaulted. No, no, no. So like, um, imagine so, so she, say, she's so just say, made a say call. A young female umpiring, yeah. what, and someone shouted something at her. Yeah, they would have made what some sort of shouted? sexual remarks. Oh, uh, okay. Is, yeah. is what, yeah, I've, oh, okay, is what yeah. I've gotten from it. You've inferred. Yeah, yeah. that's horrible. But um, Which is yeah, terrible parenting because your kids pick up on that and they go, oh, well, that oh, must well, be that's, acceptable. That's sh- that's shocking and parenting. And that's if only 27 or 28 have spoken out, low, how many do you think have not said anything yet? Well, that, the, the thing is there's such a limited number of female umpires. Mm. In, but it's hard because obviously, but I think especially with women's footy and the AFLW yeah. going as well, there's going to be more need for more umpires. And especially yeah. it's going to be a good gateway for female umpires to get into the AFLW, I think, yeah. because obviously the, like AFLW, I think the umpires are predominantly men yes. for AFLW. Um, but anyway, it needs to be stamped out. But what would Stu, moving on, what would you do as AFL CEO? Because okay. we talked about me a fair bit. So what would you do if you were AFL CEO for a... Okay, so the first thing I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be slapping player names on the back of their jerseys. This is an absolute must. I I brought this up before, Um, but not only from a fan's perspective, but from the AFL's perspective, the amount of revenue you can generate from people buying player-specific Guernseys with names on the back of them, that is insane. You look at America, you look at basketball, you look at soccer, Right? How many yeah. people have you seen wearing their favorite player's jersey with their name on it? Right? A lot. Exactly. Uh, my brother has a um, what's the Devonte Graham? Oh, jersey. D- Devonte Graham. That's a weird one. No. Um. Yeah, he's a good player. Devonte Graham. For the Charlotte Hornets. You mean Lamelo Ball? No. Terry Rozier. No. Devonte Graham. Is that his name? Yeah, that's that's a player's name. I don't know. What he's good. No, he's like average. So what if he's average? That's like me buying a Tom Cole jersey. But so, but that's you can. I know, but that's that's just he's, so. He's weird. actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> he is, but you like a player. It's like saying yeah. you like. Okay. It's like yeah. saying it's like saying oh I like Shannon Hearn. He's a good player. But yeah, but you would buy his. 
you would buy a Shannon Hearns jersey. That's a bit different. Um, no, that's that's just weird. But back to what I was saying, right? So you're gonna generate so much money from people buying jerseys. Players can take a cut of that as well. So if you imagine, right, um, you are I don't know. Say you're Hugh Dixon for the Eagles, right? Just got caught partying, by the way. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I have some thoughts on that. Yeah, we'll we'll touch on that in a bit. We'll but um, can you imagine? Say a hundred people bought Hugh Dixon's jersey. Right, he's getting a they slice of that every yeah. time. Yeah, okay, they wouldn't. But, but he doesn't personally get a slice. The no, no, but they they could in in this scheme, right? They could, <laughs> right? Jeez, that's a uh, no. That'd be, be hard to. But this would incentivize dis- distributes. Jeremy. This would incentivize right players becoming their own brand. Okay, so like Bailey Smith has done. Bailey Smith has almost become like bigger than the AFL, if that makes sense. I he's like a, Bailey Smith. Yeah, me too. He's working with cotton on you know he's he's a social Monster. media icon yep it would promote players to try and further their own brand and what this would do is create a lot more personality in the game where we don't really have much but Stu, i think that at the end of the day they they're not there they're there to play football they're not there to create a brand i think yeah they entirely are cuz after they're done playing football yeah you're right yeah you're right they're done i think it's yeah you're right but i think uh, yeah, I don't mind it. But look, my my thing is true. In fact, and it comes back to your point. You were saying before, you know, you mm. don't nece- you don't necessarily agree that the MCG should. You, yeah. You're you think you're you're happy with the MCG mm. being in mm-hmm. you know Melbourne every year, yeah. and you quoted yourself. You mm. said because AFL is a traditional sport. Yes. This is the same thing. Yes, so but ha- I disagree. So you're flipping on this. You're saying no, that no, 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 no. That's that's not true at all. I um. What is you said it's traditional before and you yeah like no but I never agree with what I said I was I was providing a because uh, because at the start I said oh I don't really disagree I like kind of agree yeah, okay. with you. so look um, AFL needs to adapt to grow and I and I think this um, this could give opportunity to fans that don't really know the players as well to understand them um, to go oh that's Bailey Smith or that's you know, Cam Zerhar from North Melbourne or whatever, because they've got their name, because you have to search it up, right? Or go through a record or something like that. And it also promotes new fans who know nothing about the game to, like, start recognizing players a bit more. Um, I, I just think it's the next step to promote the game. I remember they did it a few years ago. They tried it a few years ago. It was great. It was so good. Um, they tried it for one round, and... Um, it just made watching the game so much easier for everyone involved. Like, my player recall is pretty good. I could probably give you 400 of the 700 players. But those remaining players, I just couldn't, like... If I saw them, I'd have no idea. But if you saw their names on the back, you wouldn't know who they are either. Nah, but I would, though. Because you can put a face to a name. Yeah. I I don't know. I think... I don't really mind on this issue, but I think that... It's just the AFL of, as you said, tradition. They don't. It's I think it's one thing that differentiates it. Like why, I just ugh, makes the jumpers more complicated. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think it. Yeah, I think it's not a bad idea, but I think that I don't really care that much either mm. way. I think because okay. that's something in the AFL is that the numbers are so like just you know like you know that someone's number mm. is there. Essentially, that's their name and that's their identity. Because you put the names on the back, people just forget about the numbers. Yeah, I guess. I, but I yeah, guess you I, can make that claim. I don't know. I just, uh, I said, I don't. I'm not. It, yeah. For me, it's not. I don't fear one way or the other. I yeah. don't really care. But I think I'm not too sure the AFL will do that because. Yeah. I don't well, know that's what I would do as CEO. So I think it would cost a lot of money to. 
like implement. You'd make it back instantly. Not instantly. No, but instantly. You, can, you know, you can already buy jerseys with people's names on them. Yeah, but it's it's not the same because the actual players don't have their names on it when they play. It's not a replica of what they have in the game. It's the cheap knockoff you get from Bali. That that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but um, yeah, because it doesn't look official. But yeah, exactly. Look, I don't know. I think. Yeah, okay, that's not a bad idea. What what, what would be yeah. the second thing you'd do okay. as AFLC? Yeah. So the second thing is I'm taking inspiration from America because um, they're leaders in, in sport. Exactly. Um, Back to the grand final thing, exactly. But yeah. we, don't, we don't always have to look to America. I don't like this idea of America. Or Europe. You, you can look to Europe for this one. Yeah, let's look to Europe. Um, I think we need more publicity for our junior ranks. I think we need to have uh, players coming in that are already stars in the eyes of the public. The public knows about the draft. They know about the younger guys. Have you seen, like, Bleacher Report? They're posting about LaMelo Ball years before he was drafted, when he was 13, right? Um, Zion Williamson had, like, 2 million Instagram followers before he even got read out on draft night. I think we need players to be... um, Or we we need younger players to be more prominent because I'm only learning about this year's draft crop from, like, very specific Instagram pages and, like, researching it. Will like Ashcroft? Will Ashcroft, he's going to be a gun, mate. He's going to be so good. Um, but the general public don't know Will Ashcroft, you know? But, I look, I think I actually disagree with you on this one because okay. I think we can't... This is, this is the problem. Getting all these young players, mm. it's detrimental for their health if they're at age 16, they've got... 100,000 Instagram followers and they're, not say 100,000, but like they're being bombarded, they're being thrown into the spotlight mm. and they haven't even made the AFL yet. So you're already putting all this pressure on them mm-hmm. to get drafted and make the AFL. Just let them play footy at the... No, I, I, I see your point. I do. But we've seen overseas that it works, right? Well, we don't. that's the thing. It works on some people, but other people, it might turn them off the game. It might be too much pressure and they might... They like yeah, but you've got to get used to it because that's what happens in the AFL. I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. I agree with you, but let play your footy, get yeah. a bit of confidence up, go through high school, and then you have it. I think I, I'm not saying bombard them with like media conferences every Tuesday afternoon. That, that, that's what <sighs> it, what I'm saying is that we could make a more conscious effort to uh, televise Colts or like have the AFL page. PSA, too. yeah, PSA. Well, that's paid for as well, so make that free. Put ads in it. I reckon. Um, but let people understand the draft class. Because when I look back on, like, some of Fremantle's picks, like Sam Switkowski, Michael Frederick, all these, like, late picks, right? I had no idea who they were when they got drafted at the time. I had zero clue. With the NBA, with the late picks, at least I know their name and, like, kind of what they're good at. I don't really... You know what I mean? Because there's so much publicity that goes into, like, little draft things and and learning what the youth is about that when you tune into draft night, most people watch the first round and turn it off, right? Because they have no clue who's up next. So I think they need to focus heavily on, on the next crop after that. Because um, obviously we saw Dacos get a lot of uh, media attention through his family. Um, but I feel like we need to publicize all the youth that we have to offer. Yeah, I, look, I said, I just, I harm to disagree. I think, no, I think it's fine the way it is. I think maybe, yeah, have better transitioning into that. But I think, no, I think let these kids play footy 
at a you know not junior level but at a non non you know just in yeah. in state leagues and stuff get their footy develop their skills get confidence you know finish high school and then you know go into the AFL I think it's just it's a bit dangerous bombarding it from so early because um, then it makes players think if they're good or bad but they haven't even fully developed as a player yet so I think it's you know, and they don't have the support of the club. Like when they're an AFL club, they get all this media attention, but they've got the support of a whole club. Yeah. And the club's got, you know, chaplains, psychologists, media managers so who they can align. But in, you don't have that in the local stuff. So I think it's, mm. and they're, so they don't know how to deal with it. They don't have anyone necessarily to reach out to or they've got less support angles. So no, look, I disagree. But mm. but even even as an AFL CEO, how would you change that? Because that's something that would need to happen. More televised games for like Colts? Um, that would cost a lot of money, and you would be l- you'd probably be losing at start with at least. Yeah, you'd, no, you'd be losing a lot. AFL lose money all the they lost money in general over the past yeah. few years. They're, they're in fact, but speaking of the AFL, they're not they actually their financial management is not that good. No, but they were on the brink of bankruptcy in the pandemic. Yeah, but um, Australian government saved them. So. But that's what I'm saying. They, the AFL needs to manage their money better. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, but it was yeah. hard. It was hard. Yeah, but they. Yeah, but anyway, they the AFL makes a lot of money. They're you know they make like. A million dollars every time there's a a game to go to, just through gate receipts and ticket and yeah yeah ticket. Uh, I mean not ticket TV. Yeah, that that's excluding TV. Really? Yeah. So a they million make million dollars. A that's million dollars. Not even the whole stadium rocks up. Yeah, well there thereabouts. Obviously, you're gonna have some Gold Coast games where you're in like nothing, and you're gonna have some packed MCGs, but it's it's a big number because people pay a lot of money to go to the football. Mm, you're right. It's good. Yeah. Um, well, I think that was good. I think we should we yeah. move on to the uh, tips because we haven't got much. Haven't got time for the West Coast stuff. Well, the rebuild. Yeah. I'll talk about that next week because yeah. we'll wait and see what happens with Melbourne this oh, week. Oh, gee, we're going to need to bring a five dollars bet on sports bet to see. If <sighs> I will not be putting my money on West Coast this week. All right, um, Morgan. Um, should we do a review first? Yep. Quick one. All right. About so, Port or Dogs? Who'd you tip? Tip Ports, Jim. Yeah, me too. Well, that was good for me. Yep. Frio or North? Tip Frio. Yep, me too. Tigers, Collingwood. I tip Tigers. Me too. Oh, good. Swan Suns. I tip Swans. I tipped Swans as well, shock and they upset. lost. Shock upset from good on the yeah, Suns. Yeah, big up the Suns. Um, Giants, them. Cats. Tip Cats. Good for them smashing. I tipped the Giants. Oh, geez, so you got six out of nine this round. I did get six. Got seven out of nine. Uh, Bombers, Hawks. I tipped the Hawks, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. The, the Bombers, look, they're uh, only just one, I think. It's I don't a, I don't understand what's happening. I don't, I don't rate them. They don't, nah. Anyway. Uh, Brisbane, I tipped Brisbane. They smashed us. Yeah, me too. Melbourne, tipped Melbourne. Me too. And tipped Carlton. Yep, same. All right, so you're at seven out of nine. You got six out of nine. And I'm on 47 total tips. How many you got? I think I got 43. So you're, Ooh. you're still above me by four. I had a few bad rounds earlier yeah, on the season. Really but hard. I can recover. There's still, there's over... 15 rounds. Four is a lot in tipping, but we'll see. Nah. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So first up, we've got Collingwood, Western Bulldogs, the, and Provider Margin. I've got the dogs by 10. I've got the dogs by 12. We'll be a close... I was really considering tipping Collingwood here, but... Nah, I'm not going to tip Collingwood. Um, I got Richmond Hawks. I got Richmond. Yeah, I got Richmond. Port Adelaide, um, North Melbourne. I got Port Adelaide. I got Port. 
Yeah, they're looking good, Port. Three in a row now. Mm. I'm happy for mm-hmm. them. I think they're going to really get a start there, assault into the second half of the season. St Kilda, Geelong. This is my going to tip one up ten of the round. Mm. This is my upset, yep. St Kilda. Yeah, I was considering this one. I think this will be a really close game, um, but I am going to tip Geelong on this one. Oh, there you go. Ah, uh, Sydney, Essendon. I got Sydney. Yep, me too. Uh, uh, Adelaide, Brisbane. I got Brisbane. Me too. Uh, Mel, Gold Coast, Freo. I got Freo. Me too. Giants, Carlton, I got Carlton. This is my upset. upset. I am picking GWS um, to beat the Blues on their home deck at Giants Stadium. Um, Paying $2.10. And I don't think Carlton are as good as their ladder position makes out to be. Yeah, I agree, but I don't think the Giants are that good either, so... Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's yeah. going to be a close I've game. I've tipped Carlton. So. I'm and tipping then, uh, GWS. And then Melbourne Eagles. I've tipped Melbourne. I've tipped Melbourne. I'm going to put $5 on the Eagles. Surprisingly, 3% of people have tipped West Coast, which is... Yeah, they're $1 to 19 so. Quite astounding. I, I put 5 bucks on an Eagles win. That's 100 bucks. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's just $5 down the drain, really. Don't donate to sports bet. <laughs> but um, no, it's just, just for the fun of it, I think. Mm. Um, all right, fan questions. Fan questions. Well, my phone's actually oh, recording... Well, what do we? What do we? I do remember your mate Angus putting in some questions. Can I log in on my phone? Oh, no, no time. Your Angus, your mate Angus. We don't. We won't. We don't need a film for this part. We could just take it off and. I I know. I know what question he sent. Oh, do you? Yeah. What did he say? How many more games will West Coast win this year? Gus, mate, I said it last episode. <laughs> nah, I did say it last episode. Though. Oh, I'll make to sh- make sure that six that's or six or seven Angus at yeah. the end. Gus at the end of the season, mate, I said we'll get some players back. You know, we're playing Melbourne this week. Obviously, gonna be a tough game. Then we've sort of got a few more easier teams. We're getting some players back. We're gonna find a bit more momentum. I think we're gonna end the season on six or seven. Yeah. Um, there was a comment from Georgie Parker. Mm. I don't know if you saw her on Seven AFL's Instagram saying. She said she doesn't think the Eagles are going to win another game for the whole season, mm. which is possibly the, one of the most ridiculous comments I've ever. Heard. I don't know. Heard. I don't know. Oh, it's, that's ridiculous. And I think. I don't know. I think. Do you seriously think we're not going to win another game for the whole season? I don't that's think delusional it's. If you no, think. no, no. I, I, I think you might scrape one or two. We're going to get. We've won one. We're going. I think we're going to get five or six more. We're going to end up on six or seven. I think you might scrape. I think we're going to three both. more tops. No. I'd one hundred percent disagree. We'll revisit this. AFL, the the AFL game, it's such a com- like it's such a fluid thing. It's not like, you know, uh, yeah. You've taken, you've lost to North Melbourne. Yeah, well, that was we had a COVID ravaged team. You've had a COVID ravaged team all year, and, and we'll continue to no, if your players now, now keep going out to nightclubs. Well, that, that's going to stop. I got fined, <laughs> so um, that's going to stop now. And hopefully, with probably the whole bloody teams had COVID, so um. Yeah, yeah, long COVID though, long COVID. I oh, know, but long, but on fit people, it's anyway. But they'll be, I think, no, they'll be fine. Um, I think you'll you'll beat Essendon around fifteen at home. I think we'll beat Essendon. We'll beat Jebus. Ooh, we'll beat. Nah. We playing North Melbourne again? No, probably not. We'll lose to Richmond here. Nah, I think we'll beat. Nah. Uh, we'll Rich, beat Richmond are making the top four. Full we'll, claim. They're not making the top four. Yes, they are. Oh, that's a big claim. Um, we're beating Gold Coast. I've already versed Gold Coast. You lost a Gold Coast. No, nah, we're, we're, we're beating... You could beat Carlton at home. Yeah, I, actually, we could. We're beating Carlton. We're beating I Essendon. I don't think you will be. We're could. beating GWS. We're beating Adelaide. No, you're not... Be- Ooh, oh, maybe. No, we are. I think... Nah. And that's that's four. That's five wins. And then we get, you know, probably one more win there somewhere. So nah. that's six wins. Um, not yeah. a sniff. 
Now we are. Nah. I reckon three to four, absolute max. Um, in look, just just take it. I reckon just take your top pick. Um, trade all your old blokes if they still have currency. Um, start no, the rebuild no, as soon as you can. You're no. not coming yeah, back. Even next with year. the rebuild, you're not you're not winning one game for the holes. I think there's never been a history of. Or there probably has, oh, but like probably. since that was pre VFL time, since like no GWS th- when they came in or when Gold Coast came in, I'm sure they like they yeah, but that's the level West Coast are at right now. So no, we're not we're not losing. We're well, not. No, you are though. Like one win through your so first ha- eight ha- games how many, and a fifty two percent. How many games do you think North Melbourne are going to win this season? Same amount. So they're not they're not going to win anymore. No, no, same amount as the Eagles. So like three or four more. Ah. Oh. Yeah, no, I think Essendon I think, I think might. We're, think we're six or seven. Probably. Essendon might win five or six more. Yeah, but what I'm saying, I think it's a ridiculous comment to say that Eagles aren't going to win another game for the whole season. Oh yeah, well, that's, that's obviously just, not going to happen. That's just improbable. That's just like <laughs> it's literally statistically. Yeah, it's no. it's a very low chance of happening. That's that. But seven. if a team is going to do it this year, it's going to be West Coast. The most likely team to mm. not win a what game from North here. North Melbourne. Yeah. Full team. There, North Melbourne are looking. Like, I understand we've both won one game each, and they beat us, but they beat us by ten points. At mm. when we had the we had to get the most players from the Waffle as a top yeah. up list, and they just beat us. So yeah. I think I think it's fair to say we're going to finish above North Melbourne. I don't know. How do you possibly think the Eagles are going to finish below North Melbourne? What have you possibly seen from North Melbourne that makes you go, "Oh, I think they're going to." Well, they challenged Sydney um, last week. Last week, where I know it in was, Sydney, I know it was four years ago, but the Eagle, the Eagles are a 2018 prim. We got premiership players. Yeah, in that, the team. that doesn't really seem to matter though these well, days. It, but it, it matters. Teams can drop off like that, and yeah, I exactly, think that's what's but happened. I think teams can come back up with that. But Eagles, we've had that experience. North Melbourne, they've, they're nowhere. They've they're never, young though. No, I they're young. Exactly. They can pop up for a game here and there. No, I, I think, um, I disagree. I think that we're gonna. I think they're the bottom two teams. No, I think North Melbourne are one of the bottom two teams. I think Eagles will end with five or six f- extra f- wins, 15, probably 15, 15 16. No, no, I think 14, 15. Nah. I reckon um, yeah, bottom two. I look at this list of teams above them and I see teams that are going to be better than them this year. I don't see mm. a single team that they're going to finish above outside North Melbourne. No, I will. Uh, Geelong. I mean, not Geelong. Geelong. Not Geelong. Um, GWS. Nah. Mm, Adelaide. Mm, nah. Adelaide. Actually, no. I think Adelaide go right. Yeah, we'll, I think we'll beat GWS, and I think look, Gold no. Coast beat Sydney, but that was a one-off. I think. I think we'll finish above Gold Coast. I don't know. I but don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll come back to the end of the end of the Essendon. We're going to yeah. finish above Essendon as well. Nah. I think I tell you, I tell you, the North Melbourne will be eighteenth. Seventeenth mm. will be Essendon. West Coast. Nah, seventeenth Essendon, sixteenth JWS, fifteenth nah. Suns, fourteenth West Coast, thirteenth Adelaide, twelfth Hawthorne, and then from there on I can't really predict it, but I think we'll be fourteenth, fifteenth. I've got eighteenth North, seventeenth West Coast, sixteenth Adelaide, fifteenth Essendon, fourteenth Gold Coast, thirteenth JWS, twelfth probably Hawthorne. Yeah, but yeah, I think but I think the top eleven teams. Any of them could end up in finals. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe not Carlton. Carlton can uh, Carlton can miss. We won't mind that. Well, they, they will make finals, though. Oh, let's hope not. You really hate Carlton, don't you? Yeah, I hate Carlton. 
Caused me trauma, Morgan. So oh, much trauma. So much. Jack Noons, Mark Murphy, uh, Sam Walsh. Good players. <sighs> Very good. Uh, Jack Noons is a bit iffy, but Volkit goes against us, Morgan, that I would have preferred being behind. Um, but that's footy, Stu. Yeah, that is footy. Anyway, uh, yeah. thanks, everyone, for uh, 11th episode. You know, still working at it, as mm. you said. Go rate right on Spotify. Um, Hopefully, this will be on social media somewhere. Um, just Instagram, just TikTok. Sni- snippets, not the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah. We're not, we're not going to put the whole thing up. No, can you imagine a 50-minute TikTok? No, I mean, I like YouTube. No one's going to watch it. No. No, no way. No, no. We'll put snippets up on Instagram, just of good bits, maybe. And TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I'm keen for TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Go TikTok. TikTok but, uh, goes crazy. Thanks, everyone. Um, good episode. As I said, yes. go, go listen, go rate it. We're going to be on different, so get a r- look around different channels, mm. ask questions, rate it. Um, but yeah, thanks, yep. G. It was good tonight. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good episode, episode 11. Um, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Cheers. Bye. Bye.